You are listening to Gulf Islands Community Radio at chir.fm. I'm Dan Miller. I'm here with David Crouch. Uh, hi, David. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, no problem, Dan. And, and on the phone, hopefully we've got Terry David Mulligan. Uh, can you hear me now, Terry? I can sort of hear you. You sound like you're over on Gabriola, but that's okay. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, well, hopefully you can make me out. We've got you fine. So, uh, okay. Yeah, so thank you very much, uh, Terry, for, for joining me today. Now, of course, you, you hardly need any introduction, but uh, for anyone who's been on Mars for the last 50 years, uh, uh, Terry, as uh, originally, uh, well, perhaps uh, first on his bio, was as a, a police officer in Alberta. He moved into radio business uh, back in the 60s, uh, probably about when I was born, and, uh, and stayed, <laughs> stayed there for a decade or two. I got into television in the uh, 70s and 80s, done many, many films, and uh, in, including some community radio out of Alberta. And uh, wow, your, your, your bio just goes on and on. I'm sure we could spend an hour or so talking about just that. But, uh, and now, uh, a supporter of community radio on newly elected board member here at the Gulf Islands Community Radio Society. So thank you very much for talking to us today, Terry. Well, now that you've done my bio, what else can I tell you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like to actually start out with uh, your early uh, brief stint as a police officer. And I'm just curious, what, have you, what did you learn as a cop uh, which has served you well in life? Uh, well, I mean, the first thing that the RCMP will teach you is right and wrong. That's it. You, you, if, if you have any sense of being off-kilter, the RCMP, in the nine months that they have you to squeeze you dry, they literally, what, what they do is they, it's like a marine training course. They uh, break you down, break the person that, that they got down, and then rebuild that person back up. It takes about nine months. And um, you sometimes wonder why you did it, but you're glad at the end of it because you come out fully formed and ready to go. And you also, you here's what they actually give you as a member of the RCMP. They tell you exactly what your limitations are because they take you to your limitations and extend them. And so you, 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 you don't have any question about how you respond uh, around an accident or a crisis or whatever. You know what you can do because they've shown you. That's it. Well, that, I mean, that, those sound like lessons you could go on and, and apply to just about any area of life. That's right. Yeah. And and so you moved into radio in the 60s in Vancouver, as I understand it. That's where no, I... No, 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 no. No, you're so young. My, my goodness, you're just... You're so young. You, um, <laughs> well, I was born in 63, um, the, so... The, no, when, when I'm doing the talking, everybody else is younger in the room. Uh, the, the, the fact is, is that I grew up in North Vancouver. My father was a game warden. And he moved to Kamloops, which is like Yankee Stadium for game wardens. Mm. And that's when I said, that's when I joined the RCMP. And four years later, I found myself in Red Deer, Alberta, Red Deer. And um, right at the start of the British invasion, Dan, so it was every day off the radio came an, another uh, double-sided Beatles hit. The Stones, the Kinks, the Who, the Animals, uh, uh, every, all of them, all of them. Just this, just this constant flow of music, and I was drawn to the radio station and the announcer, uh, Hal Weaver, who was one of the great 
disc jockeys. He was just passing through at the time. He ended up in Toronto. And um, and he said, you obviously want to do this. Why don't you come and let, uh, sit in and, and watch, watch me work at CKRD? And I said, sure. And as soon as I saw it, and as soon as I realized that you could turn the music up to 10, I knew what I, wa what I wanted to do. And I phoned my father and said, Dad, uh, Dad, I'm leaving the RCMP. To do what? I'm going to be a disc jockey, Dad. And he hung up and we uh, yeah, I, for a couple of years. I can't imagine that went over very well. So you, you started yeah, in Alberta, yeah. but you somehow ended up in BC and again. Well, I was all I, want, all I wanted to do, because you know, as a Mountie, you were never going to work in BC. But uh, you, uh, I, I knew if I just kept going, I could get somebody's attention on the West Coast. So I went, I went to Red Deer and then Calgary, then Regina, and finally Red Robinson called me a couple of years later and said, "I guess you want to come home." I said, "Yeah, I do," and. Um, and he hired me for the last days of Seafong Radio, the legendary Red Robinson. Ah, yes, indeed. That that brings to mind uh, when when I, I cut my teeth in the 80s in radio in Vancouver, uh, right into the major market there, kind of lucked out. Worked with Long John Tanner, who's also a long-time uh, radio personality that I understand you worked with as well. Oh, yeah, John and I, we were just talking the other day. We, we, we stayed friends. Uh, he was around for all of that. I mean, he was. He was. He was in place before I ever got there. But then, when, when I, I got a, a, a moment in time, Dan, to, to actually shape something, leave something behind, and that was, I was working at CKLG, uh, the big rock station then, and CKLG FM was just this poor, sad mix of, really bad programming, really terrible programming because there were no FM radios, and then came the advent of Sony and FM radio in cars. And I, I went to San Francisco to, uh, to listen, uh, to spend a week with a, a, an announcer named Big Daddy Tom Donahue, who was working at KSAN, and that was the first underground FM station in, in uh, uh, America. And I took that concept back to Vancouver and said, we need to order three, 4,000 albums and we've got ourselves a whole new format. And they said, do it. And so, so I started CKLG FM, which became CFOX. Which I listened to as a, as a tyke, I might add. But what an incredible opportunity there must have been. It was, inc it wa it was incredible. And I, I wandered my way through radio after that. I went to Chum uh, AM thinking that was the top of the ladder. Well, it was at the time and, and has been for many years. But what I really wanted to do was work for Chum FM, and they wouldn't let me do it. So I came back to Vancouver and just started my way back up the ladder. And then, then came television, and I decided I could do both, and I did. Well, yeah, and you good rocking tonight. You uh, you were there. You were there. Radio established and in. It just in... went on and on, and and then finally, finally, uh, Moses Neimer, uh, who conceived of and and was the leader behind uh, City TV and. And um, city uh, and much music sent me to uh, Edmonton to do a story on CKUA radio, donors reported, and um, and as soon as I walked in, I, I said to them, "This is exactly how I hear radio in my head. A little bit of everything. They play everything, and um, and I just realized I'd finally found the station I should have been working for. And I I pitched them on a show. They they picked it up as Mulligan Stew. And I'm just celebrating my 26th year with them. Wow, long time, uh, 
a community radio broadcaster, CKUA. Um, and now uh, you're serving as a, a board member for uh, Gulf Islands Community Radio Society here at uh, CHIR.FM. Uh, why do you feel local radio is so important? Well, because it's local radio. Because it's not coming from Vancouver or Toronto or, or wherever. Um, the thing about CKUA that makes it work is it's, it's music-based. And music is universal, as you know. They support Alberta artists, of course, but they play world music from all over the world. And so it's important that then the local stations pick up that slack and play local music, support uh, local artists in the area. But here's the thing that sometimes uh, that donor-supported radio and local radio gets wrong. They get focused in on what's going on around the block. That's good. That's okay. But you're still in the entertainment business. You still have to entertain. You still have to engage. You have to talk to people. You have to get their attention. And you can only do that if you entertain. You can't just preach. You can't just inform. You can do a lot of that, but you still have to be entertainment. Well, that, that leads into my next question. Was, was any advice for making good radio? That's it. That's it in a nutshell, Dan. That's it. Mm-hmm. And that is, um, you, you know... Do what you want. Do do your local. Support your artists. Uh, 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 engage. Uh, be the voice in the room. Be the music in the room for people who need it, especially right now. But the bottom line is, don't forget that it's the entertainment business. They're still looking for entertainment. You have to give them a reason to stick around. Hmm. Good. Wise words indeed. Now, um, uh, it's good to have you on board here at the Gulf Islands Community Radio Society. There's lots of uh, local news stories and issues uh, we could talk about. Uh, but what do you think? What's one of the local issues here in the Gulf Islands and Vancouver Island that, that comes to mind for you? What do you think we need to look at? Well, I mean, it's true. There's at least 10 I can think of. But I still think it's about maintaining what Salt Spring stands for what Ganges stands for, and finding a balance between new people, new blood. Like, when, for example, your your new winery, uh, Kudatash. Um, letting, letting that family come in and, and change that winery into a top-of-the-line brand, uh, engage uh, the, the distillers, the cider makers, the artists, uh, the musicians, Give them a platform so that they can tell their story, well, which is what I do with Tasting, tasting well, Room Radio. I, I was going to say, speaking of wine, that brings to mind you're still producing radio now, and uh, one of your shows is The Tasting Room. What, could you well, tell taste, us? Taste, tasting Room Radio started when I went to, uh, Meg and I went to move to Naramata, and uh, in, in uh, 2005 or six or seven, somewhere in there. And we fell in love with it, and as, as people do. And we found a house, and we moved. And I was surrounded by vineyards, but I couldn't find a wine show anywhere on Okanagan Radio. And you know, every one of those radio stations said to the CRTC, oh, yes, we will, we will reflect the, what's around us. But they weren't. It was, it was re- really embarrassing. So I started a, a wine show, and here we are 15 years later in the Cowichan Valley, Still doing tasting room radio, and and you also producing uh, Mulligan Stew. I'm producing Mulligan Stew, which is my two-hour radio that that runs today, 
46 Pacific on CKUA. And then I, then I that all spun into a podcast. Um, I, the show that, that's dropping today uh, is is about the uh, the people, the directors of a new film on Leonard Cohen called Hallelujah. It's an inter- interesting uh, a shoot because, yes, it's about Leonard Cohen and his life, but it's really about, and it follows the life of his song Hallelujah, which when he released it after spending eight years trying to write it, it was rejected by the record company and would have died and been forgotten, except um, Bob Dylan sang it a couple of times in concert, and then John Cale in a tribute album to Leonard Cohen re-recorded Hallelujah, and then it went from there. It ended up on a Shrek soundtrack, for God's sake. Well, that sounds really and, interesting, um, and, and that's going to be tonight's show, it, uh, or it's dropping yeah, today? Yeah, it's going to drop in a couple of hours, and the interview is also on Mulligan's Stew today. Sweet. So anyway, I think I think that all three of those shows should be with you guys. I, I'd love to extend the range of that, those shows and let people hear the what I'm doing. Well, we'd love to have them, and we're, we're going we're gonna to talk to you more about exactly where we can squeeze them in in our schedule. That's great. And okay. Now, I've just got by one... The way, by, the way, by, by the way, Dan, the lead story on Tasty Room Radio this week is uh, Lauren Inglis, who's the uh, general manager of Enrico Winery, just over to my right here in the Cowichan Valley, and they're, they're doing a big pour on August the 4th at Brentwood School uh, to showcase all of their wineries with the winemakers pouring. Well, that sounds great. Okay, well, lastly, I've got a, I mean, perhaps a little more philosophical question to finish up with, and uh, so I'm sure you'd agree that these are interesting times to, to be among the living uh, with many important problems us humans uh, need to deal with here on a global scale. But uh, if you'd bring one to mind, what would your message be to the future generations? I, I'd like to apologize for screwing up your planet. Mm. On, on, be, on behalf of, of my generation and the one that followed, I'm sorry we handed you this mess. I'm hoping that you will find a way through it. Uh, uh, we didn't we didn't mean to do this, but we did. We, it, that, that's the legacy we're leaving you. So, and, and as my kids say to me, thanks a lot, Dad. Um, wow. And, and that's it in a nutshell. And I mean that seriously. I we've screwed it up just by living in it. Just by not paying attention, and wow. even when we got the message that we were screwing up the planet, our leaders apparently uh, were not listening, or didn't want to listen, or it was not important to them. Anyway, we're going to hold our feet to the fire, and and I, I'm hoping that the brains in those uh, uh, students and the future generations will find a way through this, and will recapture the beauty of this planet. That's that's it in a nutshell. Well put, Terry. Wow. Thank you very much. I, I've been speaking with... Wait, t- go, wait, I, I, wait a minute. Are you going to play me any tunes? Aren't you, aren't you going to... Can I get a request here? Oh, I, I don't... Let's see. Uh, uh, David Crouch here has a uh, somewhat extensive library. I... Uh, uh, David, I don't no, know. No. Uh, oh, the thing is, uh, we've got it. We're 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 kind of hobbling along on a Bluetooth connection here, and I need to free up the okay, phone line in order to uh, get David's right. music on the air. But I don't know. I, uh, I you, just want. Wait a minute. I just want to let you know that Leroy Stagger is coming to Salt Spring shortly, soon, 
Um, he also does a show on CKUA, but he's a wonderful singer-songwriter. He's bringing his band with him. So play me some Leroy Stagger if you get a chance. Thank you. Okay, do you have, do you have any Leroy Stagger, uh, David? I don't know if he, he does or not. Um, but okay, we'll look into that. I've been speaking with Terry David Mulligan, a longtime radio a television personality. And uh, oh, before, hey before I let you go, Terry. Hey I, Dan. Yes? Just one more thing. My connection to the island is my son, Sean, as our son, Sean, who is the owner of Outspoken Bikes, uh, right downtown by Barb's Buns. Right, of um, course. And, and so he and, and his daughters, Avi and Avelyn, rather, and uh, Talia, and, and and their mom, uh, Katie. Those That's my connection to Salt Spring. I'll always be connected. Well, that's great. I've been speaking with Terry David Mulligan. Thank you very much for talking and taking the time and talking to us today, Terry. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Dan. Okay. Thank you. Have a great Saturday. Yeah, and we'll see you at the next board meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Cheers.